bum 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 <laughs> and to the left of me, we have Mike from Creatix. <laughs> and, and to the left of me, we have Manny from the Hardcore Rannos. The Hardcore Rannos. He never sleeps at night. And to the left of me, I've got Carlito from Creatix. And this is podcast number five. Weighing in at 250 pounds, 63 and really handsome. Oh, man, let's get this party started. I think we're a little late to it right now. So, quick shout out to the lovely ladies from last week. Amazing talk. It was an amazing talk last week. We want to just thank them because we actually forgot to thank them. You know what? We had such a good time. I had such a good time. We were talking about construction. It was great. It was great to have four lovely ladies there. Uh, we were recording on location at a handstone there, which that was, was amazing. Fun. So amazing. we want to do a nice uh, shout out to Jen and Nicole from uh, Handstone there. Thank you very much. Definitely. Thank and you for guys. Natasha and Laura for joining us. That was amazing. All guys right. were brilliant. Yeah. That was amazing. Thank you guys. And this week's podcast, we're gonna be chatting about Wow, respect the next trade. One of my biggest ones. Yeah. Um, this is uh, this is huge. Respect the next trade was something that came up a few years back. Early in my construction career, where it was always like, why don't we watch out for the guy who's actually coming next? That's well, just the bottom line. Li- listen, you, you know, the bottom line is, let's talk about really what's happening that everyone's talking about on the site. Every time we talk about this, everyone has something negative to say. Yeah. And everybody's leaving something behind for the next trade, which is even worse because the trades are only doing one thing, then there's a GC. Yeah. And since we are GCs, and we're left with the garbage, the cleanups. I mean, let's get into this, man. There's a lot to talk I'm about. Not a, I'm not a parent. I don't have kids. I don't like cleaning up after grown men. Sometimes we have a lot of kids. I yeah. just, uh, these are grown men. So I, like, I don't see it on my job site. My guys come in, they do their job, they clean up. There's always a broom. There's always shovels here. There's always garbage containers. There's always red. There's always those Rafasco garbages there's all, on every single floor. There's always some place to put trash. So if you do work, you're drilling holes, you're stripping wire, you're doing something. Clean it up, man. Just clean well, it up. I, I really think that a lot of these guys believe that when we pay them to do their job, their job doesn't consist of taking their garbage Cleaning. and throwing it out. Or sweeping up and cleaning up. Isn't it ironic, though, that, that most of the guys don't think that that's part of their job, but that's what they do when they're apprentices and they're starting out for the first time. They're only sweeping and cleaning up stuff. Isn't it So ironic? why is it funny that when they actually become their own business owner or they're actually calling their own shots, they don't pick up the broom anymore? I do all the time. No, no, yeah. we do, right? But yeah. a lot of guys don't to the point where it's become a stereotype now. So someone's come in, and we've seen these videos on, on social media where you see someone come in to do the cabinetry and all of a sudden... Garbage everywhere. And now they got to clean it up before they can start doing their job. Me selling our work, I don't want to clean all day. So if you have something and you're done with it, throw it in the garbage. All the guys come in with their timmies. And I like, listen, have all your timmies. I don't give a shit. But then don't leave it around the job site. 
Yeah, and, no and then it's just left there all day long. And then by accident, I move something, I hit it, and half a cup of Timmy's goes uh, it's everywhere. It's on a ladder. Yeah. Or it's on a on yeah. a horse. You know, like And so now I've got to clean that up because you didn't want to finish it or you didn't want to throw it out. And what's left over from that? Okay, sure, we clean it up, but that nasty Scent. smell. I know. And it stinks. I know. And and you know what? Our homeowners love us because we're constantly cleaning. But I can't work or I can't have a safe environment if it's not clean. I know, but if someone else puts a coffee cup on someone else's miter saw, they're aware of that. Oh, yeah, you're totally yeah. right. Because it's their machine now. It's their machine now. Yeah. It's their tool. It's their property. Is it because, okay, someone else left it so I can't pick it up? That's the thing. If you know who the fucker is that did it, then just point it out to them. And, and that's what I've actually done. It's, it's like mm. toilets. Sometimes those toilets get full. And right to the top, there's a mountain in there. And they just leave it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those guys. <laughs> I think I think that's sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. What I think about all this is, uh, yeah, we're we're definitely touching base on. Is keeping, that you, Mike? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. We're touching base on. Is he on wearing a suit today? <laughs> no, just my nipples. I think we're we're we got to touch base. Yes, the cleanliness is important. It's also uh, it also brings forth the safetyness. More importantly, when we're talking about respecting the trade or the trade after us, it doesn't just lead to garbage. Now we can get into whole. Whack of, of terms here. Framing, for example. Sure. Framing. Carlito, I know. Look at you. You're going to jump out of your Dude. seat. Wait, let me finish. I know. I know. They need to make sure. They're, go ahead. Their crowns Ooh. are out. Yeah. And, and up. And up. Not in, out, out in, out, out. I love in, it. Out, I love it. <laughs> so nine times out of ten, the drywallers will come in. The guys will come up. And they'll but say, what, fuck these guys. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to board up. I don't care. These walls are crazy. This is what Who they cares? did. Who cares? The will take I'm, care yeah, of it. And then all of a sudden, you got exact. You just took the words out of him. The taper will fix it. The mutter will fix it. And then it snowballs. The taper comes in and says, go fuck all of these guys. You know what? I'm going to do my shit. I'm going to get it done. It's going to be smooth. There's going to be waves. And I don't care. It's not my job. And then it snowballs. It just keeps leading on to the tile setters. You know what I mean? Like the tile setters complaining that walls aren't square. That's what I think we should veer into. I get the whole garbage thing. Because I'll tell you one thing. When, when you and me are spending four days cleaning up after a mutter, mm -hmm. when they've splatted mud on every part of the floor, yeah. on windows, on furniture, on doors that are brand new, that are worth five to $10,000. There's dust everywhere. Do you not think that that's their responsibility to vacuum and scrape and clean their own work? 100%. Because the flooring guys, it's not their job to do that. No, no. Dude, hey man, you want to bat heads? Listen, you're about 150 pounds bigger. I'll go. <laughs> you want to go? Let's go. That's fine. You know what? I respect that. But do you want to be ripping out walls after they're tiled because they're a bunch of waves? Dude, but everywhere? I do. I know you do, but that's I'm saying though, I'm in the same here. boat. I respect the fact that we got to keep our jobs clean. I just, man, you want to get in here anytime, eh? I'm uh, watching this. I'm just, I'm just saying, though, it's I like a think match, even man. worse, the job can be cleaned up. Great. I respect that. Every day, it has to be cleaned okay. up. Okay, so, no, this, is, guys, this is very, ding, ding, ding. very simple. If you come on the job site and it's clean, because if it's my job site and if it's your job site, it's clean mm -hmm. and a new trade shows up on the job site, you leave it that way. So all my guys that I see is like, if you arrive on the site and the site is clean and it's organized and it's getting ready to be garbage moved out of there because of the previous trade, then that's what you got to do as a But trade. if you have your hands empty, it doesn't matter if you're the drywaller or not. Yeah. Grab some garbage and throw it out. Yeah. 
I you agree know? with you. Yeah. No, we all, we have all done this. Okay. I don't yeah. know if a lot of trade people do this, but home, like business owners that own construction companies do this. How many times you go up and down the uh, stairs and you're going in through a house and stuff like that. And you're either at the start of the day or at the end of the day. What do you do at the start of the day? If you're traveling up and down those stairs, you make sure the stairs are clear. You're, the, the, well, they're clear, but the thing is, you're not. You're bringing a tool up. You're always carrying something. Something's with you. always yes. being carried up or down. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you're bringing tools or trash down. So then you're not like left at the end of the day with I got all that trash or no, all right. those tools. You do it in little stages of it. So that, that's how I, I learned that from Ziggy, my framer. He's like, if you start walking down and you're going to the bathroom, grab something. We know we're done in an hour. We're going to bring it to the back of the truck. We don't need that. Grab that. So you don't waste the trip down the stairs. You collect your steps, but you also collect the material. The important thing to remember being a trade is when we are asking you for a cost or a price to your work, that means that you are going to clean up after yourself. You're going to pay for yeah. your material and you're going to get rid of the garbage. Yeah. But what happens is these trades just think that they're done. And they just move to the next job and they leave it all behind. Now, us being GCs, we are now left holding the costs of the garbage, our guys cleaning up, scraping the floors. This is a lot of time. And over a, a, a complete build of, say, three months to a year, you could go between four and six 40-yarder bins. And oh, you know what? Each one of those trades does not realize how much time we have to put in sweeping, cleaning up, and repairing the stuff that they've left behind because so, they've just moved on. Why don't we? Okay. That's and then it. we're stuck with the homeowner. That's it. Trying From to here on out. <clears throat> <clears throat> Order. <laughs> <laughs> From here on out, I'm only going to work with guys that clean up after themselves and girls that clean up from after themselves. Hey, you know what? That's it. You don't I'll, clean up. You don't come back. You, you know what, Manny? This is how it goes. A, a homeowner hires us. You know what? In our cost is to clean up. You know what I'm going to do next? On my next quote that comes in, right, to do a job or something like that, they're going to give me the quote, send it, I'm going to have a conversation, and I'm going to end the conversation by saying, and that includes cleaning, right? And garbage. <laughs> and yeah. garbage. And garbage removal, right? <laughs> right. And they'll look at you going, Eww. But, but, but Manny, but if I clean up before, after, during, it's easier. and everything's left behind, it's what easier. kind of taste do I leave in your mouth? Huh? Wow, I love working <laughs> with these guys. These guys were fantastic. Exactly. You I want to call them back. Why do we have to be bitter? Why do we have to say bad things? I, listen, I'm not trying to say bad things about trades. No. But I am talking about the guys that leave the mess, that don't care, that just come to their job and don't care. All right, let's, let's, go, let's go from the bottom up on a house. Sounds excellent. All right. Uh, demo guys, what, what should they be doing? Demolition. <laughs> Sherlock gnome here. Yeah. Uh, I'm well, back, by the way. <laughs> I'm still here. No, what I look for in a in a good demo guy is in a company is somebody that is really conscious of the environment and separates everything as pos as good as bad like as they possibly can. Yeah, totally. Right? Separate it and conscious of it, and if they discover asbestos, then they'll make the right phone calls and get it all ready. But then they're going to clean up the whole job site, get everything cleaned up, so it's all ready now for. The foundation guys. Right. So now we get into the foundation guys and you want guys who are going to come in and we all know that gotta, they got to cut a world of steaks, right? Yeah. They're not grilling them. They're cutting them, right? Yeah. So all those off cuts, I expect that the foundation guys who are setting up the footings, those little triangles off cuts, they're going to go into the garbage. They're or, get... or how about when, when they start to do the rebar in between yeah. those, in between those uh, uh, forms, they've got caps on all of them. Yeah. Then we get into the framers. 
Framers we know is the biggest one right there because they have so many offcuts, right? But if you manage those offcuts on a weekly basis, you'll have a clean job site. So from there, you're getting to cladding, like exterior cladding. So we all know masonry, brickwork, is one of the messiest trades out there because of just all the mortar, all the offcuts, everything like that. But once again, if you're cleaning it up every single week and you're taking care of it at the end of the week, then you come in Monday morning, you feel a lot better. But what is it when a homeowner shows up there, what is he thinking? It's important yeah. because they think the same thing. There's a, there's a whack of things well, there's, we there's, could talk there's about There's a here. list for every single trade that shows up on the job site that needs to just... It's basically, I'm telling you, show up on the job site how you arrive at this job site, you should be leaving the job site even in better condition. You're right. That's it. It's, it's so simple. The math is literally one plus one. I take a lot of pride in the work that I do. Sure, I'm more expensive. I take longer. I don't do as many work Are you jobs. more expensive? You don't know that. I'm being told that I'm more expensive. Okay. So are we. We've been told but that a million I think, times. I think I've that... never been told that I'm cheap. <laughs> That's okay. the truth. Well, I mean, maybe you're expensive compared to a hack or someone that doesn't care. I'm, I'm at the numbers that I'm at because it costs this much to do it. But I take a huge amount of pride in the work that I do and the work that my crew does. And I love driving by a house that I had something to do with. We've been talking about respecting the next trade, right? So respect the next trade that's going to come in. We've forgotten about the GC. So now GCs have to oversee the whole thing. And right. I, I ain't talking cafe GCs here, by the way, because you guys can on continue. site GCs. You can continue drinking your coffee there. Managers. The yes. On site GC. So an on site GC is what I've actually been telling other guys that have worked with me that want to learn a thing or two is that I don't expect you to know everything that every trade that on your job site knows. But, but a good manager does. I expect you to hold your own against every single trade. You should know ABCs of every single trade. That's a fact, right? right? So the thing is, you set the tone for all these trades that enter your job site. So if you're not an on-site GC and you're not contributing and they don't see you sweeping and cleaning up and picking up, I still sweep, I still pick up trash, you know, I still do all that stuff. I still throw it out in the weekends and stuff. I still do that. And I'm the top dog in this business, in my business, right? But I, I do that because it's my it's a reflection. I don't want my clients or any other trade person or the inspectors to show up on a job site and go, this place is Or it's a reflection of who you are. It's a complete reflection of who I am. Yeah. Right? Which, so Which raises the question, is he really... The most expensive? Well, we're back no, to that. He's been waiting for that. Huh? No. Oh, but, yeah. You know what? It chaps my ass because... Fine. You can anyways, chap your ass all your time. I don't it, know. It, are it you bothers me because right when, when I get told that we're the most expensive, quote, there's a reason for it. And it's exactly for everything he just explained. Where other people don't give a shit. They don't okay. care about the next okay. trade. I, I think that you phrased yourself the wrong way on that. I don't want to, I don't want to be known or I don't even care about how people might think that we're the most... That's what the facts are. The facts are, this is what it costs to get rid of the garbage. This is what it costs to clean the sites. This is what it costs to do the work. This is what it costs for the material. Right. What we do really need is every trade to do the same thing. Contribute. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Their costs should entail all the things that we're speaking about. It's easier to clean a site with 100 guys than it is to clean a site with one totally guy. Right. Which leads me back to my point. Are we that expensive? No. We're not. <laughs> Mike's no. not letting go no. of that. No, now he's fighting me. So okay, I'm just but, letting uh, you know, man. For, it's not. It's for another talk. It's, but, oh, I get but, it's for another talk, but I mean... But, it's a money but, talk. But, but it's a hidden talk. cost. Listen, it is somebody, a cost. somebody will give, somebody will give a, a cheaper quote at the beginning. We'll, we'll put what you think is a higher quote. But at the end of the project... 
the other person's project will have so many extras and so many costs mm -hmm. over top that we were actually the cheaper ones. The cheaper ones. ones. Yeah. Hey, I so can agree either, to that. The old saying I always say to all the guys or anyone I meet, you either pay now or, or you, pay. you pay later. Yeah. yeah. But I really want to talk about respecting the next trade. For me, it's mm -hmm. really important. I'm on the tools every single day. I picked up the vacuum cleaner five times. I picked up the broom a couple times today. I was cleaning my own site. When I work and I make a mess, I clean up right after. I'm not just leaving it for that, for that guy because there's so much more to clean still. You know, There's other guys that are forgetting because they're moving so fast. I would rather have the guy focused on them. But you it's about a team and we are completely. a team and respecting the next trade is working together as a team. I haven't been on, on as many job sites as you guys have, but in the last year or two, I would say I've been on a few job sites. And it's funny that the first thing I notice is how organized that job site is, how clean it is. And if the place is filthy, I have less respect for the GC that's trying to impress me on that job site. But you know, it's really funny though. When the job is done, I don't clean this fucking place. I well, hire a crew. We a do too. Crew. We do too. I stopped doing that after the second or third rental. I was like, you know what? I'm exhausted and I'd rather let professionals come in here and you guys clean up everything. Clean the duck work. Clean, clean everything. All. Yeah. yeah. Clean it all and make it look magical. And then I come in with the cameras. Right. But I just, I, I have no interest in cleaning it at the, at the end of that. I've, I've been cleaning and washing tile and cleaning and doing all this stuff for like, well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm very passionate. So at the, at the end of the day, that last clean is actually what I enjoy the most because I look for the indeficiencies. That's when I do my inspection, my last inspection of yeah. what the trades had left behind or what my guys left behind. Yeah. Because I need to have a conversation with Mike afterwards because Mike will have to deal with the customer because he deals with the customers. I deal with the, with the guys on site. I, I do several walkthroughs before I bring the clients in. I don't want them to see a, see a single thing. Who built the house or who's the contractor? So it's nice to have our name on it and people be proud of, hey, Creatix did this house. Yeah. You know, and that's what I want to be proud of too. One of the biggest compliments I got about the whole when the Respect the Next Trade thing was happening, there was one of the followers on Instagram out west uh, asked me, he actually sent a DM and he asked me, would you mind if I made a sign and parked it on my job site on the front so all my trades that walked in there they could see that phrase, respect the next trade. I was like, please do. Yeah. Please do. You that's, know what I mean? That, that's, a, that's a huge compliment to me. So it's like you already arrived at the job site and someone's telling you, please respect the next trade. Just understand who, who's following you after the fact. You kind of want that satisfaction of when you're asking someone to come into your job to do a particular job, um, you want them to be happy to come on to your workplace. Well, you know what I mean? It's gratifying. For me, it is anyways. When they say, Mike, for you, no problem. You know what I mean? Because they know Wait already. That, what does that mean, man? For you, no problem. Well, so I'm that, saying. That like, says, okay. No, 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 no. Hang on no, a sec. No. That means only the good guys get for you, no problem? No, no, no. Hang on a sec. What do you mean all the good no, guys? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm so saying. Then if it's a shitty hey, but, builder, they're going to go, no, for you, that's a problem. Well, they'll say but that to a you, shitty builder. for you, that's no problem. But for me, that's, it, well, it just, it, it's a, well, like. No, but I, why doesn't he do that for everybody? Because it's not everybody's site that's. I respected. Know. I know. So no, I go back to, so why isn't everybody's site like your site? Well, so I'm saying, should... I don't know why. That's is why we're really talking about much, it. We're that, trying to change that. You, that. you know what, guys? You just really, you guys, well, you guys is, hit it. We just hired some tile guys because yeah. uh, it, it's really hard for us to keep up with uh, as uh, how many projects as we have in demand right now. We got four jobs going on the, on the go at one time. We have to keep all the homeowners it happy. It feels like Carlito's doing a plug here. No, 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 no. Uh, no, no. So, he, he knows we so got four jobs we, going we hired, all the time. We've been going through, we've been trying some 
you tile setters because uh, I'm 46 and I can't be on my knees and or or working with tiles. It's it's taking too much time because it, it takes a lot of time to lay tile properly. So we hired another group to try them out. Um, when they came in, I had to stop them and said, "What are you doing?" What were they? And doing? they're like, "Well, we don't back butter." And I said, "What? Hey, on my sites you back butter." And he's like. Well, we don't typically do that, but if you ask us, we will. And I'm like, wait a second. Before we start this project, you you uh, you told me how much this would cost. You didn't tell me that you weren't going to do all the most important things. So what is it that you're going to do and what you're not going to do? And the point I think Mike was saying is a lot of people are already programmed not to do the right things. The people that were hiring them previously to us were trying to nickel and dime them. And they didn't care. They just wanted yeah. the job done. When they started working with us, they realized that we cared. And they had to charge us a different price. So that's And they had that no problem doing it. For you, no problem. That's where it is. No. though. For me, no problem was, Tony, I need you in here tomorrow. Is that going to work for you? For Mike, for you, no problem. Well, you know what? Isn't you know, there, instead of coming in next week, that was where the no problem it, thing it, came. It, Mike just, just hit it. He just hit it to use his phrase, a nail right in the head there. He just hit it, right? Yeah. It, it's just... Um, Hashtag nail on the head. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if you respect the traits, you set up a certain kind of job site. When the shit hits the fan as you as a GC and you need them to come back, you don't think that those guys are going to drop everything and come back to your job site that you take care, you took care of them so well? Mike, My guys for do. you, no problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, we... We're very straight up with our trades. If I know you or I don't know you, I'll have the same conversation with you every time you come in. This is what I expect. This is how I want it done. This is how, what we've told the customer. This is what I'm expecting you to do because if the customer comes here and says, why aren't you doing it that way? I've already told you to do it this way. These are the rules on our projects. And we tell them ahead of time. That goes back to your brand. You've established your brand for your clients that this is, this is what Creatix is all about. Yeah, yeah. But, but because we've done it this way, and I hate saying but at the beginning of the conversation, but... Um, Let's just be UTT. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> our trades are respecting the next trade because of our management skills. Yes. We're managing them, and we're caring, and they see that we care. And you know what? At, at the beginning of our relationships, a couple of them, now we've got a solid bunch of guys, and they know when they come to our site... They know that's how it is. Yep. The fact that Carlito has a million ounces of fear in them before they step into the room's got no, nothing it, to do with it. No, it's not I'm about intimidation. No, 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 no. He's absolutely right. They, they we know make and rules. respect. Yeah, they, they do. I'm just kidding, guys. I mean, well, you guys like me, we built our brands the same but different, but we built it off of the little details. The, right. little, the little details are, are what homeowners are paying attention to and what homeowners are telling their friends about and what homeowners are having conversations with everybody about. So they, when they, we all know homeowners can't wait to get inside the house, right? So they're going to do site visits all the time. So yeah. like my, my clients here are always passing by two, three times a week. They, they would probably be passing by more if they wanted to, right? But they're busy people as well. I don't, and they have two little girls, right? So I, I don't want a job site that's going to have any kind of risk, right? There, mm -hmm. There's only been a couple of times where I've left them a message going, sure, pass by, just be aware of this. We just did this or we just did that. And I don't want you guys to kind of trip or fall or whatever, right? You know what's happened is construction is changing right now. Why, what's it's going on? changing for all of us. What's going on? Right now, homeowners are sick of normal construction. They're sick of minimum code. Thank goodness. They're sick. Thank time. goodness. They're sick of hiring the hacks. I've never been so busy in my entire life because 
our, most of our work is because they've kicked out a contractor and we're finishing up their work. Is it, it's called the construction flu? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying yeah. is homeowners are now aware. Instagram is a huge, a huge a tool oh, for everybody. Machine. The mm -hmm. thing is, the more people preach and the more people brag about their work, the more they're going to have to stay on top of it. Yeah. Yep. And what are we here for? We're not here to really banter any of the good guys. We're here to educate the bad guys. I don't know how to say it, but times are changing. And if people don't jump on the bandwagon now, they're going to lose out. They're going to, their businesses are going to fail yeah, because I, people are more aware than ever. It goes back to running your business where I keep thinking that if you're building everything brand new at that stage, like you're doing everything brand new for the first time, it, there isn't that much more effort to actually give a shit. You know what I'm saying? To do something a little bit better. Like crowns out, sweep the floors, keep everything clean, no coffee fucking empty air in there or whatever. Just it doesn't take that much more effort to do it that way. No, it doesn't. So why not all. just do it that way? Three things are going to happen. If I arrive on a job site that someone wants to hire me to continue the work, right? Mm -hmm. And I see those deficiencies. Three things are going to happen, right? One of three things, sorry, are going to happen. First, I'm not going to take the job. Because I don't want to touch my brand, my work, my skill to that garbage. Right. Two, I'm just going to do it and not give a shit. You're Three, not going to do that. Yeah. Fix everything and build it to my level. Those are one of three things are going to happen. Which is going to come with an expensive, an expensive tag. One of them is expensive. Sure. One is the cheapest. There is no, there is no other ones. You're not going to no, take no, the no. job. No, no, no. You just take it and you just do it. You don't care. Oh, so everything's at a level. Everything's at a time. But Manny, when I hire these guys, what am I paying for? Am well, I paying, if I ask for a drywaller, am I just asking for them to put drywall no, up? No, no. Or am I asking them to put the drywall screws so they don't break the skin, that they're up against the, the wood, um, that if there's a problem that occurs, like I expect my drywall, if he runs into a, a framing problem, that he stops at that spot and, and he calls me over you. and he says, hey yes. man, either you need to rip that out or plane it right now yep. because I can't put the drywall on that. Uh, instead of just continuing on, never telling me, yeah. and then I have to deal with a problem later on. That's why I, I like being here on the first couple of days of any trade starting. So if there's a problem, they can just speak to me. Yeah. And we can solve it. Right. But generally speaking, there aren't any problems. Well, on our sites, there's not any problems either because, uh, the thing is, I've been in this business 30 years, and there's no bullshit that they can give me. Holy fuck, how old are you? Yeah, I know, eh? <laughs> but they can't bullshit me. I've already used every excuse. I've already seen every excuse, and I've had so many guys work under me that I I know every little game that they're going to play with me. Can't bullshit I know when bullshit I, I know when a guy puts a 2x4 on his shoulder and he's walking by me, he's not really working. He's just holding a 2x4. I know when I see a guy grabbing an extension cord and wrapping shoot? it, like he's just shoot? wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grab an extension I cord. I catch it all the time. <laughs> They're just he really time. does, man. He really does. He catches everything. Not anymore time. because I don't have those kind of guys around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were overkilling everything we're doing because we were respecting the next trade. No one else does this. And I'm like, well... Who are you comparing That's me? Bullshit. Who are you comparing me Nobody to? Nobody else does. But who yes. are you comparing me I've to? I've met you guys and I've met dozens of other good contractors. I know tons of guys. We work it. with tons of guys so, that care. So who are these people that they're saying they don't care? You know what? I'm actually, Manny, I'm really proud of the guys I work with. If I, if I have a problem, I tell them once and they'll tell me why or why not they're doing that. And if it makes sense, I'll either conform to them or they'll conform to me. And that's how we work together in this industry as a team. What's the worst story of something that's been left behind for another trade? Oh my goodness. Did I tell you this story in the, the very first podcast about the, the mob and the, the foundation? 
Um, no, but I'd try to stray away from that area. <laughs> <laughs> what about the beer? So, about the beer? Just go on. <laughs> Am Let's, I going to get more in trouble here? No. Like, what's going on here, man? Like, I, every podcast, I have to say something that gets me in trouble. Long story short is I treat my guys really well. So if, if I'm working with you for the first time and we're getting along and it's been a great week, Manny has beer for you, right? So Amazing. if you're Polish framing crew, Tiskies are waiting for you come Friday, right? <laughs> and I actually love Tiskies. I think they're great. So, you know, the foundation guys were working and they did a great job the first week. They're wonderful. They, they, we got along. The, the work was good and everything was all good. Beer was fine. So it was Friday. I was running a little bit late. I had to leave. And then uh, I had to come back on Saturday for a site visit with my clients. So I came back and the foundation crew felt it was okay to chuck all the empty beers into the walkout portion of the build where there was a little puddle of uh, water. So you had beers floating where my clients are about to show up. Wow. So much for Friday beers. <laughs> yeah. They're, they didn't get any more beers and they didn't get any friendly nature from me the rest of the time that they were there. Yeah. And there was well, a little bit of hostility and that's just fact. But that's a, that's a major disrespect. You couldn't finish a beer that was given to you as a gift. Like just as a, like, here, I'm a friend, you're a friend. We're all, it's a nice summer day. We're working. It's great. That's a nice cold one on Friday and we're all good. And all of a sudden you figure, let me just chuck it into the job site. And yeah. thinking, what? It was just going to get buried? Is that what it was? It's going to get buried, right? Yeah. No, it's going to get seen by my clients. It's going to get seen by other people. And it makes me look bad. And it makes the entire construction crew attached to this project look bad. Yeah. Don't do that. That was, I would say that was the biggest bullshit that someone well, did. One of and guess what? I've never worked with them again. Yeah. And that's what happens. A lot of these guys don't care. But you know what? A couple months go by, a year goes by, and these guys will call you back. But you know what? Oh, we don't have work for them that anymore. That reminds me of another story. <laughs> <laughs> Fire but, away. But one, like, just before you start that, one of, two of my biggest pet peeves, if you got to spit or hork, spit in a bush, or spit in a garbage can. I hate stepping in spit. I hate seeing spit. Who the fuck oh. is spitting on the... F guys are spitting all the time. Are you kidding me? I catch guys all the time and I say, spit in the garbage or spit in the bush where I can't see it. Another thing is, I hate cigarettes on the job. You know what? If you're done with your cigarette, put it out, throw it in the throw bin. Throw it out. Make sure it's out. I know. Put it in the bin. I know. Why? Well, Usually we have it's rules. a cup. There's a tin cup. Yeah, outside. but that cup has got to be removed uh, yeah, every day. Every I know because exactly. that cup stinks, man. Yeah. Over well, a day's it, it, time. it goes at the end of the like the driveway or beside the driveway where you smoke, and go, then that's it. Go ahead, man. I interrupted you there for a second. Oh man, people are gonna hate me because now I'm giving up all these little stories of guys. It's okay, that people I, hate I you already. Just yeah, go for it. Fuck what people think <laughs> about. That's what I like about so. you, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. You, you know what? This is this this isn't about hurting people yes. or or upsetting people. It's not a popularity contest. It's about awareness, and you know what? Having three different opinions really makes for an interesting conversation Listen, and different views. What's important to me is the people that I respect and the people that I love and the people that I care for in my life. That's all. That's it. If you're a fucking asshole, I don't care because I'm not your friend. I'm not going to help you in a pinch and I don't give a shit and I'm not going to give you work. Right. So I don't give a fuck if anybody wants to talk shit about me because I don't care about you. I'm too old to have any fucking feelings hurt. <laughs> I can't find fucking feelings on this body. Okay. They don't exist. So back to my story. I had a landscaper guy that I worked with once before. They did a good job. They did a great job, actually. Kept the place clean. And landscaping is not a clean job to keep clean. No. Like you're talking, you know, bobcats and dirt and gravel. And they did a stupendous job. Great job. Then I had another job for them. 
And, uh, and I asked him, listen, can you come out and give me a quote? No problem at all. Right. So we set a time and date and I'm here waiting, waiting, waiting. Half hour goes by. I text, I go, where are you? He goes, Oh shit. I totally forgot about Manny. Uh, I'm in Brampton right now. I was like, well, dude, you're like an hour away, man. I go, let's just reschedule. What day is good for you? So we reschedule for another day. Right. And, uh, two days later or something like that. And all of a sudden I show up again, waiting, waiting. No way. I'm running a bit lately, man. I'll be there in about 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, fine. Shows up. We walk through everything. I tell him, okay, give me this. This is what we're thinking about. This is what whatever. We go through the whole gamut, right? Fine. He's taking notes. He's doing all this other shit. Great. Whatever. I go, when do you think you can have something for me? He goes, give me a couple of days, man. I'll get it to you, right? So this was like Wednesday or something like that. Tuesday, Wednesday. He goes, I'll have something for Friday. No problem. Okay, great. So the week goes by. Friday morning comes up. I get a text from him. First thing at the top of the day, great. Everyone's getting their day started. Tends me a text. He goes, Manny, I'll have those numbers for you in Friday afternoon. I was like, wonderful. Great. Thanks very much. So Friday afternoon comes along and I don't hear from him. Waiting, waiting, waiting. And I text him. I was going, where's the quote? He goes, oh, I spoke to my boss and he doesn't want to do the job. Wow. Wow. So what? Okay. Uh, And this is how I responded. I'm never going to work with you ever again. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Done. I spelt it clearly. No auto spell. I didn't have to respell any word. I was very, very clear. He responded back by saying, what do you mean? Delete. Gone. Not speaking. Right. So now a year goes by or something like that. Hey, Manny, how's it going? How are you doing? You busy? How's it going? Wow. Don't respond. Facebook. Hey, Manny, how's it going? No response. Leaving messages, trying to get me on DMs and stuff. No, I'm not speaking to you, dude. You fucked me. I gave you two shots. You fucked me and I had to go find somebody else to get a number now. You fuck me once, I don't deal with you. That's it. And it's the consequences. That's it, all it's it respecting. Is. You're you're totally right. Respecting the next There was no trade. respect there. Yeah. Whatsoever. I would I would rather hear you say I'm too busy. Or I won't be able to get to you yes. for another week or Very two. Very much. Please go try to get another quote. Very much. I won't be able to do anything. But I love hearing from my clients. They're always telling me, "How do you get your guys on the job site so quickly?" I was like, "Because they actually love being on my job site." Yeah. It's well, the team that you built. Yeah, right? right. But going back to that guy who, you know, screwed me twice on trying to get a quote and then decided not to do the job. Everything that they did amazing on that first job, everything that was perfect that Null I want to work with. Exactly. Null and void. Null and void. Yep. Gone. That last thing that they did was the last impression that I have of that company now. That's how what our it, business You know, works. Nicole said it the other day. They remember the first and last. last yeah. Thing. yeah. And it's so true. This business is so fantastic. We should all be enjoying working in construction and we should Im- enjoy seeing people. We need to work together and we need to respect each other. Me in construction, I've had more days where I'm walking around with an erection than not. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm excited to <laughs> be on a job site. Eating, eating, start the truck. <laughs> Congratulations. Start the but don't you want to be walking around a job site with it's an watermelon. erection? You eat watermelon. All- <laughs> this guy eats a watermelon every day. <laughs> I'm just saying metaphorically Pineapples. speaking, I'm Pineapples. walking around with an erection. I'm yeah. not physically walking around. No. It's not my tool belt. I'm just saying that Figure I'm excited. Speech, I, I love my job. I, that's what I mean. Yeah. I Why can't more and more people, more and more tradespeople feel the same way why can't we all be walking around with erections you know what i mean like well, some of them are women hey, you, know, you know you know what manny good point good point you know what manny lately uh, i've been uh, i've been uh, this this whole podcast and uh, and and the people that i've been able to to meet or people that have dm me um I'm meeting some really great people that were hidden in the woodwork. I don't know why they haven't marketed themselves better, 
but there's a lot of passionate people. And just by us doing what we're doing, I'm starting to meet some really great yep. people. Yep. And you know what? I want to surround myself with positive, Positivity. good people that yep. have the same goal as me. Yep. Let's have a great time at work. Let's make some money together. Let's make some money. That's the problem is let's make some money because a lot of times we're not making money. Yeah. We're just working stupid and hard. Someone said to me, if, if you work more than 40 hours, you haven't figured out the math. I heard that. If you're yeah. working 80 hours, you're spinning your yeah, wheels. I'm, I'm yeah. reading Tim Ferriss right now, the but, four hour week. But I know I'm reading it. But. I, I don't, uh, there is a math there that I haven't figured out yet. I don't know if it's because I care too much about my work. But when does, when does the clock stop? Because your mind is always spinning and you're always thinking about ideas. Like yesterday, I was upstairs for two hours trying to just figure out this vanity wall in the master, which is something that is great and it's new and then nobody's done it. And I never saw it on Pinterest or House. Um, <laughs> or Instagram Nicole. or Facebook. And, but, but, uh, but you know what? And, and that's the thing. You you have to be passionate to yeah, see those you things. Gotta be passionate. You were telling me about this. You you gained an extra almost two feet, right? Is this the washroom you're talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are we talking <laughs> about the washroom here? Yeah. Not, <laughs> for a second no. there. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And, and, talking yes, about? yes. And so, you know what? Yes, that's exactly and, it. And being the person that you are, a lot of times we'll we'll open up walls and we'll see empty spaces yep. and we'll create something out yep. of that space. Because I always had a problem with it being the master bathroom and the vanity was only six feet wide and it was for two adults. And I was like, that's going to be such a fucking pain. It's going to be really difficult for two people to get ready in the morning. So then I was trying to figure out how do I make this longer without disrupting the staircase that was right there and the wall that belongs to the shower that's right there. And I actually came up with a really cool, cool idea and hopefully I'll, I'll get it approved and it'll get done and then I'll share it and I'll show people and then people will go, it's oh, a creative solution. Right, but I like that's with the jazz. So you're always working. Yeah. I understand the forty hours. That's right? respecting. That's respecting the homeowner. That's respecting <laughs> the homeowner, right? But it, it, back to the like the clients when they get on site and they see all of my trades, they 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 feel that they can have this conversation with everybody. Like they know they're they're kind of get to knowing everybody, and they don't want to steal their jobs or their their livelihood or something like that. But they want to just dive into their world and help, what kind of a person they are. They're very interested in to know what kind of person they well, are. Well, sure, it's my say. Say this is my house. Yeah. If you're in my house, I want to know who you are. Yeah, that's the thing. Because if I don't like you, I don't want you in my house. I don't want you. I don't care. So they, they hire you guys and myself, and they know that you've spent the time and effort to actually put a, a proper team together, a team that respects each other. So then when they come in and they're a stranger, you introduce them and they start having a conversation. You know what? They're like Carlito and Mike. They're just as nice. They're just as great. They're wonderful. You know what? I tell people all the time when, I, when we leave job sites, we're part of their family. Like when, when we leave familia, pe people, people stay in contact with us. People send us Christmas cards. They do more for us than we do for them. Cause a lot of times we forget because out of sight, out of mind, right? What, what's your biggest pet peeve or uh, what's a, what's a story that, that really bothered you about respecting the next trade? <laughs> uh, I guess I can, I might as well say it. Uh Oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. This is uh -oh. definitely going. Uh, uh Oh, well, we, uh, this is ways back. This is before you, buddy. Walked into a basement. Gonna say it. It's the drywall. Guys were mudding. They were getting the mud going. We didn't have a functional bathroom. Ooh. And I walked down into a basement. Let's just tell, I'm gonna put it this way. The Home Depot bucket wasn't orange. Oh, yeah. no. And that is the I most. I think that we call that cacarillas. It's cacarillas to the dias. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, fucking disgusting, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm already, oh, just, uh, and I know who this person was. 
He's never done anything for me ever again. His excuse was, Mike, I had to go. Okay, that's great. Right in the fucking basement, into a bucket. Dude, take the bucket away. Drive it somewhere. Don't leave it in the goddamn basement. Okay, I think we got the point. My plumber's told me, he's been in the business, like, I don't know, fuck, 40 years. He's told me stories about in the basement before they pour the slab, they'll take a dump and then just... Yeah, see, I, you know oh, what? My, my I've wife, heard that too. It's disgusting, My, man. my like, wife I'm, builds brand new homes and high-end homes. Yeah, and like they're doing that. Like five to 10,000 square foot homes. doing that. And the guys are shitting all oh. over the houses. Okay, I think this talk is completely yeah. fucking going. And how is that respecting <laughs> the next trade? Come on, guys. Guys huh. got to work in there, man. Hey, man, it's you species, me, you dude. Me, but they've got to take a shit. So my problem is I point the fingers at the GC who doesn't have a working toilet on site. You know what? By the way... Though you gotta remember, we we I didn't. Okay, no, hang on a second. A long time hang on a second. Long time. We're ago. on a site right now. This is a real construction site that we're on. Yeah. I am looking out the window, more than ten feet away. You have a beautiful heated porta potty. If you don't have a washroom for your guys, you better be ready for that. Oh no, exactly. Hey man, I'll take onus to it, truth. dude. Like I said, man, and it, it's against it, the law, by the way. Do you yeah, know why? And okay. homeowners don't realize we have to pay for these things. I do get you, it, but I'm you, just saying. Do you know why that one is there? Because I visited my plumber one day and he had one on that job site and I was like blown away that there was a urinal, it was heated, it had a toilet. I didn't have to, uh, I wasn't hitting the walls with my elbows when I was fucking squatting down. So it's and a great place for uh, sleeping. Oh, it's just fucking great. <laughs> it's nice and toasty in there. It's wonderful. It's there because I'm on site using it and I got tired of the regular bullshit illegal toilets. Yeah. This is the legal toilet now. Everyone has to get used to this being the legal toilet. You have and to, that's respecting the trades, yeah, having something complete. ready for it. But them. what's funny is that every single crew that came on here and has used that, they're like, I've never used a bathroom like that before. But but you know what's but getting to this washroom, since we're already on this washroom part. We're on this washroom. Well, part. we we have a washroom <laughs> always available to us. It's one of the things we have to have. Come on, guys are eating and working yeah, hard, yeah, you know. For sure. But guys, if the toilet paper falls off, pick it up. And put it in the toilet. Oh my god, it. that's yeah. another thing. Why do I need to walk into yeah. a washroom? Yeah, and there's toilet paper everywhere. Yeah. yeah, why? Like, come on. You know what else? The toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, visual Man. piece of toilet paper on top of this table. <laughs> a roll of toilet paper. No, uh, um, uh, but I did. I work. I worked for a few insurance companies uh, in my early years uh, before my twenties. I see that as a trend. I see a lot of guys who get started in construction and they do the insurance jobs. I did. I did well, too. You know I what? was in the insurance It's a well. great place to hack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Um, I'm not You're even going to tell you I'm who I'm laughing because I'm not going to tell you who it's I worked true. for, but yeah, for yeah, I know. almost eight years, I, I picked up work from insurance companies. It is a nice and place And they to would hack. say, You're right. they would say to me all the time, just get it done. I don't care. Get in and get out. And you're not going to get the big jobs if you don't do the little jobs. Get in and get out. And I'm like, but this, but that, I don't care. Get done. Get out. You know, my first big job, it was like a 700 square foot basement in Blower's Village there. And I did a really good job. It was like three, three and a half months and stuff like that. Completely did everything. It was proper. It, proper. it, was, it was great. The homeowners loved it. Did a great job and all this other shit. And then a year or two later, the basement got flooded, right? And 
it got flooded. I got a phone call going, uh, Manny, uh, the whole basement's got about two inches of water. Did the, would that come from the hot water tank? And I was like, there's no way you can fill up 700 square feet with two inches of water from a hot water tank. I'm sorry, right? He goes, the water's coming from someplace else. She goes, okay, well, there's water in the basement. We're trying to figure out where it's coming from. So when I was doing the demo, I discovered there was some moisture coming into the basement. So I said, you need to waterproof the exterior. They had no drainage, no waterproofing, no nothing. It was just old boulder foundation. What had happened? Colombo figured it out. Uh, the homeowner uh, left his hose in the window well. No way. On. And it just kept on filling the window well, and it kept on going down, and it went through the foundation into the basement. Because it was a rubble everything. foundation. Wow. It was a rubble foundation. Yeah. So all of a sudden, the insurance came in. Now that the insurance came in, they started assessing everything, and they're like, holy shit, blue studs. Holy shit, blue drywall. Holy shit, we just need to air dry this. The only thing we're going to lose here, guys, is the flooring. So that's all they had to do is they got rid of the, the finished flooring, the hardwood that was put down there, yeah. the engineer, right? So I get a phone call from the homeowners going, do you want to do it? And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm sorry. Like, get, let the insurance do it. I don't want to do it, right? So he got the insurance guys to do it. And you're talking about hacks, right? So I came by to take a look at it. I remember doing the closets and I was like fighting the closets to blind nail everything, get it all perfectly done, right? I walk into the closet. Every single board in the closet was face nailed. Wow. Hardwood flooring. Every single board was face nailed. And I looked at the client and I looked at the floor and I was like, what the fuck is that? He goes, yeah, I know. So yeah, you're right about the hacks when yeah, it comes to insurance. No, but that, but a lot of people get stuck in that pattern That's and the they never get out. So what's, the, what's the end result of what we're trying to get accomplished here? Respecting the next trade. I don't know. Am I taking crazy pills when I'm thinking that it just takes a little bit more extra effort to do those little things, man. And those little things mean cleaning up after yourself and your crew and your guys. It's not all, well, this is what I know. When someone hires me, everything's included. Yeah. And, 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 and in that included comes my passion. I care what Mike was saying earlier. We're more expensive than the other. You're paying for passion. You're paying for quality attention. Yeah, and, but I'm pretty sure if you get and that's quote, what's going to separate and, us and from you get the my other guys. quote, we're probably going to have the same numbers on the quotes because we're doing all the exact same. Work. Well, I think you and I are are the me and Mike are different from you. No, no, you're I mean, at a really high no, end no, no, custom I, finish. No, but, I, but I mean, I mean, like um, the numbers are going to be similar in, in the fact that we're factoring in the cleanup, the respecting, yeah, all that the shit, bins. right? The bins and everything like that, yeah. getting the toilet and stuff, all that shit, right? Yeah, so, Mike buys water for everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna pin off a couple trades, and then you tell me the things that bother yeah. you so i'm gonna go backwards let's start with the painters painters are typically the last people in you know uh let's not leave paint on the floor so use drop sheets oh yeah uh let's not leave paint in the laundry basins yep. let's not leave the, the the you know tape laying around yep. um let's now go back to the the draw the mutters you know, what, you know what I love about my painter, Silvio? You know what I love about him? Silvio's our painter, too. Sil oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Our painter. Our, our painter. painter. That's Silvio um, painting, by the way. <laughs> Plug. Silvio, are you listening to this? He says there's too much swearing. He's asked me to tone down the swearing a bit. I was like, Silvio, I can't fucking do that. All right? I'm sorry. I hey, love man, Silvio. He is one good-ass painter. He is one. Yeah, I, he's I awesome. I'm so happy he's on our team. <laughs> What I, love, painting. what I love about <laughs> Silvio, the vacuums. <coughs> Holy jeez, he looks like Robocop today. He always no. has the vacuum yeah, going. He's, he's always sucking. No, Seriously, he's guy, always cleaning everything. He's painting a kitchen for us right now, uh, going from brown to gray. Uh, Chantilly white. Chantilly white. Sorry, sorry. Chantilly white. <laughs> lace. I'm, Chantilly not lace. I'm not there for it right now. Yeah. I thought you were going to say cloud white. <laughs> well, it's either one of those two. Chantilly you mean white. piss yellow. Um, 
So, so I wa- I'm, I'm walking around the house because uh, we have met there and Mike wanted me to do some framing that uh, we couldn't hire any framers to do. Um, so Mike's like, hey man, you gotta get in here. You gotta custom frame this thing up. No one wants to finish it. No one knows what to do. It's a round staircase. Get in there, just get it done. And I'm like, fine. Now I'm walking around and Sylvia has so much passion. He says to me, hey, Carlito, come here. And I go, what's up, Silvio? And he's like, let me tell you some tricks. And he starts walking around and he's like, you want your wainscot to look like furniture when it's done. And I'm like, I love this guy. He's more passionate than me. He's telling me, now we're having a debate, me and him back and forth. And Mike's loving it because Mike wants me to be wrong. Once. Just fucking once. He wants me to be wrong. We have two different ways of doing things. But you know what? I'm looking at Silvio and I'm like, here's a world champion painter. Okay. This guy, he's getting, he's getting the gold. This guy knows his shit. I know. This guy knows his shit. I know. He starts giving me some advice, and I'm like, you know what? I have to take it. So you know what I did this weekend, this week on this job? I bought some of the products he asked me to take and try, and I'm trying them on my job right now. He, because I'm open-minded yes. to positive change, yeah. right? And that's respecting your next trade. That's the exact he, Instead of him hiding it or yeah. holding that as a secret, yeah. he shared that with me. Yeah. I don't think he would have shared that with anyone. He saw that I was passionate. He, he saw that I, I cared. He walked on your job site, saw what you guys already set up, the brand that you're building, and he wanted to be a part of that. He and wants he to make wants it better. To, he wants to contribute. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly right. And he's, he wants us to, to, to do as, as well as he is. Yeah. Now let's go back to the mutters. We're going backwards, of course. The drywall dust. Guys, you got to clean up your drywall dust, man. Today's day and age, with the technology that we have, there should not be a lot of dust on the job. No, there shouldn't. I don't give a shit. I got a fest tool, man. Yeah, I sand you, everything you could, with that thing. Every tool could be attached to a vacuum of some sort, some yeah. way, right? Yeah. We have scrubbers that you can set up. We have scrubbers, yeah. air movers. I know, I we, know. Have, we have so, three vacuums So there's on no sites. reason to have a shitload of dust on your job yeah. site for your clients and inspectors and everybody other trade to walk around in. If you're gonna put mud on the floor, at least do me a favor. I'm not expecting you to completely clean it up. I know you gotta move on. You could do two things. Scrape you can either charge me a little bit extra for it yeah. or scrape it up at least. Yeah. Just clean up a little bit. Show me that you care, dude. Drywallers, please. If you pop the skin on the drywall, put a screw on top and a and screw bro. on the bottom. I know. Get rid of your garbage. And if you see any twisted wood or something that's not framed properly, please tell the GC. If he doesn't give a shit, then continue on. Because if he doesn't care, how are you supposed to? Uh, you lead by example. If the GC doesn't care, obviously you're not going to care. Yeah. Going to the framers, guys, if the wood's twisted, check it. Crown it. And, and I, I know that there's no word called crown in framing. I, but we're talking about the, the belly of the wood. We're talking about the, the, uh, the high spot. But every GC and every framer knows that if you've got bad wood in that lift, set it aside and return it yeah. because they'll take it back. Yeah. And you'll get refunded right. for it. And you don't have to do it. The guy that's in charge of the it's site. It's the same well. way that you go into the big box and you're looking for the, the wood and you're sifting through the lift. You pay the same price for the crooked one as you do the straight but Manny, one. I don't know if, Manny and Mike, I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this, but if we start returning this stuff, they'll start maintaining it properly. Big one for framers, please, in, in washrooms, crowns out wherever there's tiles going on. You know, please, man. I don't think I've heard that once in any of the podcasts. What's that? Crowns out. 
Crown's out. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a big, it's yeah. a huge pet peeve of mine because he's gonna say it often. It's I'm, okay. He's I'm passion, he's passionate about it. It's good. I'm, I'm constantly doing all these trades. I'm not just one trade. You I'm should, all of should, them. You should do a post with a crown on your head. Yeah. <laughs> crown Royale. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I like that. Crown out. Crown, crown out. By the way, I do like crown. <laughs> crown and ginger. Crown and uh, gin. <laughs> you know garbage laying around everywhere it's it's one of my big pet peeves i know mike mike doesn't like to focus on it but it's it's something i really want to focus it, it's the easiest thing on the job site to do for everyone and anyone so why is it the hardest thing because the guys who don't care because every trade has to do this it's is not keep my clean. job it's not my job but it doesn't matter what trade you are you need to keep clean. are you part of this crew you part of this crew yeah it's part of your job that's right there are some old guys in this business that have a really bad attitude too. Oh yeah. They've grown um, with that shit. They're so. just grumpy and old yeah. and they're ready to retire and they don't give a shit anymore. Um, and they're running there. Like we, we just ran into a company that we had to deal with in a high rise building. Uh, the management corporation uh, being a high end building wanted only this one plumbing team. And the way this guy spoke to us and the way he behaved and his guys skills were disgusting. But you know what? we're held at ransom because uh, we have no choice in this matter dealing with a high-rise corporation. But to use that, that was pathetic the way he was fucking talking to me. Yeah, uh, We're talking Talk about, about respect I, you know your what? next trade. Yeah. Here I am. I respect anybody that is obviously in older the business. than myself in the business or whatever. This guy was such an arrogant piece of shit, dinosaur, probably wears fucking diapers. Don't a, hold back, Mike. Well, you know wow. what? Uh, because, well, I mean, it <laughs> pissed earlier me off. he didn't want to swear. Listen uh, yeah, to him now. You know what? Okay, sorry. Edit that. Edit that out. Uh, I'm not editing but that out. I'm just saying, man. Uh, he, he's right. He got to me, man. And, you know, this is probably somebody who did an amazing job when he was younger. He built up this business. He's doing very well. Retire, buddy. Just get the fuck out. Retire. It's or time. just go back to doing a good job. Well, man. not even. I mean, it just it, the arrogance. Or caring. The okay. arrogance that came out of this gentleman, it just, you know. Well, that, oh, shows, that, shows, that shows how nice you are, man. You still call him a gentleman. So I, I guess what, what it comes down to is respect the next trade. Uh, when, whenever I start or finish something, I'm always aware of what the next guy is going to do. Because I'm a GC and I, I do everything from the beginning to the end, I'm always aware of how I would want it. So that's how I leave it for the next guy yeah. is how I want it. Yeah. And I think it's important that if we forget about the money sometimes and just do the right thing or do what we're paid for or do what we promise we'll do or say we'll do as a company. Right there. You just said it right there. It's like when you got hired, we had this conversation. You said you were going to do ABC all the way to fucking the end there. And now you've done your job, which is the glory part of the job. So it's whatever the, 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 the technical side of the job. Clean up after yourself is still part of the job. Yeah. And, and, and if you are losing money because you spent a little bit more time or the last trade before you didn't respect you and you got stuck having to fix something because the last trade didn't care for you. Now, don't take it out of your quality so that you can make some money or break even. Just finish the job finish and it. learn from it. Finish it. You know, uh, go to the GC, explain to them what's going on or the whoever's paying you or whoever you have the agreement with on and either work out a stipulation for the extras for the repair, uh, but don't cover up the work. No. And don't, don't, just, don't leave yeah. just because you were left empty handed by the last trade. Don't do it to the next guy. 
we're, we're in this together, guys, and uh, it's really important that we get along, all of us, because you know what? We'll create better teams and we'll have more work for each other. Isn't it better to have a job site where you actually have a bunch of uh, different trades on there and if one trade needs a hand by another trade, then they can all help out, but if they all hate each other because you're not respecting each other and then you do need a hand to pick up something or do something because you're a one-man shop and you're coming in here... Wouldn't you like to have a little bit of hope? Wouldn't you like to have a little bit of friend? Yeah. You know what I mean yeah. on site? Hey, I would. Yeah. Well, we got a, we have a good friend, MMC Tile. Yeah. Um, a Maddie. Maddie. Uh, Maddie's. Yeah. Maddie. Maddie boy. You know, um, it, on the odd occasion, he's he's a really busy guy. We don't get to see him as much as we normally used to. Um, he'll have a day off, and he'll say, "Hey guys, can I bring some donuts for Carlito and some coffee <laughs> for you guys?" And he will come to our site. Nice. And he'll help us for the day. Nice. You know what? He's actually done that often on a couple occasions. Uh, Maddie. Yeah, I love Maddie. Maddie. But, but, I know but that's respecting the guys yeah. and yep. creating a relationship that's and respecting the, point. the trade. You know? That's you, the you, point. You, and he knows that. He nailed it. So that's the thing. He loves coming to our job sites because he knows. Well, we're having knows fun. We're having, we're having fun and we're respecting each other. So that's the point. I mean, Do and that's great. Fucking, I love that. Do you guys know that? around the holidays and sometimes during the course of the year, actually a lot of times during the course of the year, um, if I'm in a certain area, which is typically Woodbridge, when I'm up in Stone Road, so to speak, like, you know, Handstone was telling us uh, the other yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I bring pastries and I bring stuff to my suppliers. Man, I am so happy I met you. I, know. <laughs> I do. Come, and, and come, come the holidays? Hey, come the holidays. I, I'm Croatian. I, bring, I love pastries. Uh, dude, I bring lunch. Come the holidays. Uh, I how bring many times lunch. have you been to our job sites? Do you ever see any pastries come oh, this no, fucking way? No, but, but, but I'll tell you something. Here we go. <laughs> uh, uh, Manny's one of the few guys out there that doesn't charge for his shirts. He'll give you a shirt. He'll, he'll give I've you a hat. I've never sold a shirt in he'll, my life. He'll, yeah. he'll, di- well, he'll, do something, <laughs> he'll do He'll do something nice for you. Ever since you introduced me to, uh, to uh, Manny, it, it's been... A fantastic relationship. And I heard all kinds of stuff about Manny that uh, I heard from other people. Don't believe the hype is a sequel. <laughs> as Ma- money, Manny just, as money just, Manny just hands $100 over to me. <laughs> no, I didn't. This is an audio show. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's, no, it's been it's been great meeting you guys and talking to you guys. And now this is number five. Number yeah, five, number right? Five yeah. Yep. When's it, when's it gonna a bang, end? A bang, when, bang, bang. When's it gonna end? It's not. It's, it's not, not, dude. Just Are we not. gonna find? Is there gonna be a day where we're gonna say, uh, "And this is 500 podcasts"? You know, you know what, Manny? That, <laughs> you know what? It's possible. This this last number four was an eye opener for me. Um, the girls were so well educated and oh, so well spoken. It was great. It was amazing. it was fantastic. It gave me a different respect for women in the trades. Yeah. It's up and coming. We're talking about it's women coming, coming up, up soon. It's coming up really. I think it's what? like three more, four more weeks. I am really enjoying meeting people now. Uh, there is a lot to be given in this industry, yeah. man. Don't dismiss people. Don't don't just because they work work like they wear work pants and they're a little dirty and they've got like thin set on them. Don't don't dismiss them because they're walking into. We still are people. They're human beings, right? Yeah. That's part of the whole respecting thing. So. That's why I was getting back onto the suppliers. I do the same thing and I pass by. I, I'm the smallest fish with all my suppliers. I am the smallest fish. I'm the smallest builder that deals with them. And I've been told this by all of them. They're like, do you realize, many that we really don't do that much business with you? But you actually take care. Like, you bring so many things to it. I go, because you guys are great people. You guys treat me really well. You take care of me in a pinch. Yeah. If something does go wrong, you guys put me in the front of the line. I respect that. That's great. So thank you. I'll see you guys soon, right? So it's just I'm always I want to be like you guys. 
I want to be around those kinds of people. Yeah. yeah. It's really important for me as a human being and me as a contractor. That's why I love those mom and pop stores. And I'll always say it. I will always love mom and pop yeah. stores. I never want, as much as they're talking about mom and pop stores are, are disappearing, they're not disappearing. I hope I they don't. I will not disappear. And we're in the future. We're, you won't disappear. No, no, we won't. <laughs> there is going to be a podcast about mom and pop stores. Yeah, so I can't we, wait. Yeah, can't there, wait for that. So ra- well, what, let's wrap this one up. I mean, we talked a lot about our respect the next trade. We Hopefully, we weren't too negative and... Hopefully, I don't need to put my Kevlar back on. But uh, here we go. I love it. So, Carlito's taking us out. It was a good podcast. Next time, we're talking to Techno Metal Post. So, that's going to be fun. That's going to be basically, that's going to be interesting. So, tune in next week, guys. Wicka, 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 wicka. T.O. baby, the construction <laughs> line. Podcast six coming at you soon. Six in the six. Six in the six. T.O. baby. Six in the six.